Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Claussen, and today I'm chatting all about plant-focused diets. Sapphire training helps the on-the-go woman feel more energetic, find her inner peace, and become more powerful by creating a fitness lifestyle she loves. All right, before we dive into today's topic, I want to tell you guys all about Hustle, Muscle, and Flow because it is officially launched as of yesterday. And what it is, it's a monthly fitness lifestyle membership. So it's designed to keep busy moms in particular on track with short workouts that you can do at home, simple yoga routines, and self-care practices. Plus, there's a Facebook community of like-minded women for support and accountability. So this is kind of my program that I started as a six-month purchase um, this past, I think it was in May now, and I've had such good response that I actually wanted to open up into a monthly membership and have women join only a few times throughout the year. So I'm actually going to only open it up probably about four times each year. Uh, So this is your chance for getting in in 2017. And it is all, um, you can cancel at any time. So it is a monthly membership site. And in if you stay a member through September, you'll get a free um, kettlebell confidence program that I'm working on as well. So it's kind of like a double little whammy that you're going to get in September because I have lots of stuff that I'm working on. And um, everyone who's in my group is going to get all my DIY programs, which is kind of like it means download the program and you'll just kind of do the workouts on your own. You get all those free if you're a member of the Hustle Muscle and Flow group when I release them. So it's really got tons of different benefits. Um, These are all the workouts that I've done for the past 10 years with myself, with my clients. So they work and I'm going to be changing up the workout routine each month. So that way there's never any boredom and there's always going to be a theme to the month. So I've released some of those themes, which you can find over on um, my website. And so if you want any more information about this, it's going to be at andreaclausen.com right on the homepage. And that's where you can read a little bit more information about hustle, muscle, and flow, and if this sounds like something that you're interested in. And um, as always, feel free to shoot me over an email if you have any questions about it. So that is what I have for you guys. So before we dive into today's topic, I want to preface about the plant-focused diet. So again, we are on peaceful power practice number five, and we're going the Ayurvedic route. So In Ayurveda, they are not a vegan or vegetarian, um, I guess, focused diet. So that's what I first want to kind of hit on or hone in on because this is kind of a controversial topic. Food is something that people have um, just so many soft and touchy subjects. I mean, there's just so much in the food industry that we could tackle or touch on and um, everyone has an opinion. So that's kind of the one thing with nutrition and with food, everyone has a different opinion. So this is something that I have, you know, talked about to my in-person clients and uh, they kind of know where I stand and I am not a vegan or vegetarian. I try to not eat as much meat as I used to. And, um, and maybe as I used to only in the last few years, because I think that we've shifted into our society telling us that we need to have protein at each meal. And, um, well we do, Well, when we think protein, most of us gravitate towards meats when we think proteins. And so that's something where I want to, you know, just kind of open people's eyes to there are other types of protein. And when we're looking at our diet, we don't need as much protein as we think we do. You know, our diet should be composed of 55% carbs, um, 25% fat, 20% protein for the average person. Um, And that's just through the ACE personal training um, certification that I am 
we just did a little nutrition workshop and that is what they had us say. So legally trainers cannot give out meal plans. So um, if you do have a trainer and your trainer is giving you uh, meal my meal by meal breakdown of what you should be eating. That's actually not in our scope of practice. I usually always refer out if people want meal by meal, but what we can do is give you tips. And so that's kind of what I want to do today is just give you guidelines and best practices and tips that I have found helpful to myself and um, for my clients. So some of the rules, quote unquote, um, about nutrition and Ayurveda is you know not. Now being a vegan, that's not a rule. So again, you don't have to be a vegan, but focusing less on meats and more on in season fruits and vegetables is what they would prefer that you eat. So if you're going to follow those kind of quote unquote, again, rules, and I like to use the term rules as in guidelines, because I think most people do like guidelines and, um, to get to the intuitive eating place where I like to be. And I would like to have um, most of the women that I work with get to, most people need to start with those rules or those guidelines. Because if you're going to get to that intuitive place, you have to understand what it really feels like to be full, what it really feels like to be hungry. Um, and that's where some of these rules come into play because then you can kind of really start to notice, okay, how did that make me feel? And just slow down in our eating process. So one of the ones, um, which I've already done a podcast on, so I won't talk a ton about it, is the early lighter dinners. So that's one of the main focuses of the Ayurvedic nutrition. Early lighter dinners, that means, again, eating ideally before 6 p.m. Um, 7 p.m. is great, too, if that's what you can make. And then lighter soups, salads, something easy to digest at least a few hours before bedtime. Uh, another rule, plant-based meals. Making 50 to 60% of your meals fruit or vegetables. So that's kind of something to think about when you load up your plate, looking down at it, are you mostly eating vegetables? Is it protein? Is it carbs? You know, what's down there and just paying attention. Okay. Maybe I could add in a little bit more vegetables here or take out a little bit of, um, whatever you might have excess of. Um, and then just no noticing your portion size. Cause that is something also to be paying attention to. Uh, the next rule eating in season. So trying to eat in season when it's available. So I've really paid attention to this this past year and noticing, okay, what's at the grocery store and, um, what, where is it, where has it came from? Um, if I go to the farmer's market, obviously I can meet the farmers and know where it grew, but noticing, okay, in the middle of winter, are berries in Minnesota, is that going to be locally grown? Probably not. So just noticing, okay, when should I be eating certain foods? Next, having fresh foods at every meal, no leftovers. Now, this is something I don't personally follow just because it's not practical in my life. Um, having no leftovers, basically what, what that means is you're losing your prana, which is energy, which is life force out of your food if you're reheating it. So that's kind of the main reason they don't want you to do leftovers is you're losing that prana. So that specific foods energy, um, which totally makes sense. So if you do eat leftovers, uh, try not to heat them up in a microwave. So using the stove, using the oven instead, and I actually don't even own a microwave. Um, ours kind of went out probably over a year ago now. And I told my husband, I'm like, we're not going to buy a new one. I am just going to have us reheat everything in the stove or in the oven. And it's worked out just fine. Um, so it might take a little bit longer, but really it's not that much longer. You know, it takes a little bit of planning, a little bit of prep and the food tastes better coming off of the stove anyway, than you know, going through the microwave and really losing, 
um, that flavor that you'll get. So next rule is organic, locally grown when possible. So um, we all kind of have that dirty dozen and that clean 15, I believe it is now. And just knowing what those foods are. And so you can easily pull them up on your phones now. Um, some people have cheat sheets on their fridge and just kind of paying attention to what those are. Typically, if you're not gonna eat the outer shelling, so like pineapple, um, avocado, if you're not gonna eat that outside part of it, those are ones that it's okay not to have to buy organic. Whereas like the tomatoes or the berries where you are gonna be eating the outside of it, that's where they encourage the organic. So just kind of paying attention to that. Um, and again, people have differing opinions on organic, but that is just kind of what this, what Ayurveda has says is their best practices. Uh, next, same thing, grass-fed meat and dairy. Same type of principle. Again, everyone has different opinions about this and um, just noticing what tastes best and what feels best for your body. Next up, try to have all six flavors at each meal or in your day. So I will tell you the six flavors. They're sweet, sour, salty, bitter, astringent, and pungent. So when we're talking about, you know, like sweet, obviously, like the fruits is typically what they're saying. They're not saying, you know, have a cookie every day, but like instead that, that sweet, that from the fruit, um, sour can be from like limes, lemons, um, salty, we can get in many different places, um, from different foods because salt is in tons of our foods. If we actually do some research on that one, um, bitter, this is bitter, astringent, and pungent. Those three are kind of the trickier ones. Bitter is going to be some vegetables. Astringent is going to be the same. And when we think about this and like pungent, those are, can come in spice format. So like turmeric, um, coriander, cumin, like putting some of that onto our food is going to take care of some of the astringent and pungent and even bitter. So that can be um, some of our thinking when we want to think a little bit outside the box of how can I incorporate all of these six different flavors at each meal. So adding a little bit of spice into your diet. Uh, next up, reduce frozen and processed foods. So again, for the frozen, because again, if it's frozen, you're losing that prana and that energy and you're going to have to reheat it. Um, and they're not, they're totally fine with heating up the, you know, the, I always have soup. And so that's totally fine, um, in Ayurvedic terms, but when we have to constantly be, you know, pulling out maybe a frozen soup, um, and then reheating that, that's where it's not quite as, um, flavorful and it doesn't have that energy that it has when it's fresh pulling right out of the garden. Um, next up and final kind of rule is be moderate and avoid extremes. So this would be pretty much the encompassing rule for it is, you know, how can you be more middle of the road and avoid going all in on whatever that might be? So if you get, um, you know, obsessed with eating everything organically grass fed, and that can be an obsession. Um, and that can also be called orthorexia, which is a podcast for another day. But, um, and that basically, if you haven't heard of that term, it means that you're just really don't know, you don't want to eat anything unless you know where it came from. You're very obsessed with knowing exactly, oh, this is really bad for me. I cannot eat that. And you can go down a rabbit hole there. And so they don't want you to obviously go that road. So when eating, trying to find the best practices. And if, you know, if all get out, you know, okay, I'm not going to have a grass fed, let's say hamburger one meal, and it's just regular hamburger meat, 
um, you know, being okay with that. So that's something that they encourage as well. So when you go down these rules, you think of them again as kind of like your guidelines and suggestions, and you try to follow them as best you can, but you don't beat yourself up if you miss a rule, if you miss a day. Um, and that's just something that you should definitely keep in mind anytime we're thinking about food because there is no perfect diet. There is no perfect solution. It's really what you find works best for you. Because within this, um, I've talked about it before in my dosha solo shows, um, which you can find it, you know, if you just look back at any of the old shows on iTunes is the dosha ones. I told you how to eat for your dosha. So if you really want to deep dive even more specific into what you should be eating, those are some great suggestions in there. So those can all seem kind of like a lot of rules, but again, think of it as just a general diet in quotations and diet meaning way that you eat um, and not necessarily you're going on a diet. So the, those are the best practices in, our, in the Ayurvedic world. Um, I found that if I'm paying attention to what I'm eating, I will notice if I feel great after a meal or maybe I feel bloated or gassy, and I can really start to pinpoint exactly what foods feel good in my body and what doesn't feel so good. So that's one of my major takeaways um, from practicing Ayurveda this past now year, is just slowing down and noticing how do I feel and paying attention to why do I feel that way. So not only, wow, I feel amazing, why do I do? Oh, it's because I did have just soup um, for dinner and I feel great. I have more energy or maybe the next day you notice, okay, I had a lot more foods with sugar in them and I just feel tired all day long. I feel lethargic. I just want to lay on the couch, like noticing those things and, um, pinpointing exactly why. And sometimes we can find that our food plays a huge role into this in our lives. And so that's my main goal for you this week. And my challenge to you, um, as well is just try to slow down and notice these things and, to try to get in all six different tastes into your diet. So that's what I want you guys to focus on the rest of this week is noticing, okay, how can I get those six different tastes in my diet? Um, and just paying attention to how you feel after each meal. All right. So that's what I have for you guys this week. And I want everyone to go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the peaceful power podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclawson.com where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the peaceful power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.